Hello, our friend. Hello, how are you? We are well. How are you today? Very well, thank you. Do you come in the love and the light of the Infinite One Creator? I do. Do you? Yes, we do. Thank you for clarifying. Yes. Today we'd like to discuss, if you will, these things that are referred to as densities that many social memory complexes when they come through to your humans to convey information tend to refer to densities. However, the definition of densities is somewhat vague in our opinion and we'd like to provide more of a, a concrete, tangible explanation of what each of the densities are. Wonderful. Okay. So, as you know, there are densities that begin from the number one and they go all the way to nine. And what's also interesting is that there are many nine star systems. So within your planet, there are many synchronicities. That's just one of many. But to be, to notice those requires awareness. Awareness is a big topic that is, uh, the word is kind of, um, shall we say, uh, bounced around. Mm-hmm. And no, de, from our perspective, no um, distinction is really made insofar as what is awareness and do what is the awareness level of the different densities. We will use that as a, an example. So as you know, let's start with one, the first density, density number one. That comprises your singular cellular organism, such as plankton, the swimmies in the water, mm -hmm. uh, microbes, the small things, even some cells that, that go through mitosis and meiosis, that they regenerate themselves in a repetitive process, mm -hmm. as well as uh, bacteria and viruses, the, the round things with the spiky things on them. Mm -hmm. Those are examples of first density. Oh, and so are rocks. Rocks. We use, we'll start with rocks. We will use this as an example of awareness. Now, the majority of the populace would consider all the above mentioned things to be not necessarily dumb, but very dismissive of their existence until they generate a significant stimulus within the next density, which is second, which is comprised of animals, and third density, which is comprised of humans. So there's an interaction between all. So we'll start with density one. How would a rock interact with humans and what possible uh, a catalyst or uh, learning could that provide for the populace to grow? It seems very odd to make a correlation between the two to increase awareness and in other densities from something as simple as a rock. So we will use the example you and your population have this expression, he or she is dumb as a rock. Yes, you've heard of this? Yes, we have. Yes. yes. Okay. Is a rock dumb? Does it realize, does it have the awareness to know if it's smart or dumb? Most people would laugh and say that's ridiculous. Of course not. The rock doesn't know it either. However, the rock in certain situations, not by its own choosing, but by its mere existence, can stimulate a significant amount of awareness on multiple levels upon second density, which is animals, as we spoke about, and third density, which is humans. So we will further our example of the rock. So picture, if you will, a, a big um, a cliff, mm -hmm. uh, the straight rock 
figures. Yeah. And then at the top, there's big uh, boulders, boulders, boulders. That's what they're called. And they just sit there and people walk by and look, ah, hmm, boulder. And that's it. You know, most of the time they're dismissed. Just look around, notice them, and that's it. However, what if an earthquake occurs? The stupid rock that most people think of becomes very destructive. It falls from a great distance height. It, it, it rolls and it comes down a hill or a mountain. It smashes and destroys a house and anything that's in its pathway. Now, is the rock smart? No. Is the rock stupid? Not necessarily. Does the rock have awareness? No. Does it volitionally choose to participate in that experience? On some level. However, it lacks the awareness to understand how it is impacting the other densities around it. So that dumb rock, as many people allude to it as, provides a significant catalyst for all of the other densities that it interacts with in just that one particular event. And first density is still con is consciousness. Yes, first density is consciousness, but at a very low level. Yes. It doesn't, it's not aware, if you will, of its surroundings, the temperature, things of that nature. It, it might be aware on a physical level, but on a consciousness level, it's not quite there. So we will expand further upon uh, first density organisms and how people tend to dismiss them as being rather benign, inconsequential until they cause a tremendous stimulus that requires attention and awareness. Now, for example, we will use this, bacteria. Most people are familiar with bacteria, the tiny little things that live on your skin, in your gut, and on most surfaces. Mm -hmm. And for the most part, the bacteria doesn't know it's bacteria. It doesn't know where it is. It just recognizes an environment and says, oh, we can proliferate and thrive here. It doesn't consciously make that decision. It's just the influences around it propel it to do these things. Same with the cellular reproduction, mitosis, meiosis, things of that nature. And so they replicate themselves. The bacteria does this, cells in your body do this, as well as viruses. And so these organisms, if you will, tend to be relatively benign in their own certain space. They're not noticed. However, for example, let's say an individual human develops a, a difficulty of breathing in and out mm -hmm. and the lungs become um, saturated like a sponge with fluid and this your scientists go oh what could be potentially causing this problem and so there's an investigation and there's awareness on the person's on the humanity level third density that there is a problem there's an awareness of it so they become aware of the bacteria now the bacteria doesn't know what it's doing it doesn't realize the impact or the catalyst it's providing for animals if animals get sick humans if they get sick other organisms if they get sick they're not consciously uh, saying okay uh, guys let's get together on this one particular organ we'll use the the lung example let's all go there and cause problems and most people say well that's absurd the bacteria doesn't consciously do that but provided the right environment, it will proliferate. It doesn't know why, it doesn't know how, it doesn't even have an awareness that this is what's occurring. However, the virus, or excuse me, well, viruses as well, and the bacteria, when it affects the higher up organisms, higher up the density, 
those organisms, i.e. uh, animals and humans, for example, tend to notice, ah, what, what causes this particular um, illness in these people and not these people? What, what is different? Is it the food? Is it the water? Is it the environment? Is it what they um, ingest, put in their bodies? Mm-hmm. What, what is causing these particular difficulties that the chemical organism is experiencing? Now, the bacteria or viruses do not have any awareness of what's going on, but they provide a catalyst for humans of third density to sit back and say, okay, I have this awareness that there is a difficulty within my chemical body. These other individuals are experiencing something similar. However, these individuals over here are not. Where, what are the differences? That's an elevation in awareness, and it seems fairly obvious. So that is basically thir- a first density. And it again, it doesn't have an awareness necessarily, just minute. So it's not aware of how it's impacting its environment around it. However, it can impact it quite a bit. And we will use one more example. Instrument was watching a thing on the, the television, a, yeah. a show, picture uh-huh. of, um, uh, this is relatively new in your media, that the um, underwater rocks, corals. Coral. Yes, yeah. they, are, they are turning from their pretty colors to white. And, and the scientist individual who studies these things, they came up with the term bleaching. And so it's very detrimental. Again, this is caused by a small algae. Again, another example, the algae doesn't know. It's not aware that its proliferation is leading to these events or these possible devastations of habitats. It doesn't have this awareness. But for those that have increased awareness, i.e. animals, we'll get to that in just a moment, as well as humans, they can make that correlation between the first density, ah, we thought the rock was stupid. Oh, but when given this type of environment, whether it's the earth shifting, the tectonic plates moving, which tend to stimulate a rock to go down, and oh, look at the damage it can cause. Ah, is the rock stupid? Mm, Not necessarily. Is it smart? No. Does it have awareness? No. Is it destructive? From our perspective, from a human's perspective, as well as from animals, yes, it can be very destructive. So we want the majority of your people to appreciate and uh, not not dismiss uh, these simple organisms as just being eh, uh, unequivocal and important. And oftentimes the way that humans evolve and increase their awareness is directly associated with those first density existences or cellular individual organisms. So they do provide a great service to all of humanity as well as animals. Mm-hmm. Does this make sense? It does, and it's my understanding, just to elaborate just a little bit, the, the first density is considered a foundational density. It is necessary to have, and by virtue of it being a foundational density, it essentially creates the physical world environment that affords the opportunity for second and third and for a period of time, fourth density, to experience an incarnation. Yes, what these first densities, specifically your more chemical first density be existences, i.e. cells, for example, versus a rock. A rock doesn't replicate itself, but human cells, animal cells, plant cells, things of that nature can duplicate themselves. Mm-hmm. So the awareness is gradually increasing. 
in consciousness within there if i understand also within each density there is a range of awareness yes there there is a, a cap Mm-hmm. if you will. And um, we know we've used this example in our previous interactions, that of a the yellow big box truck that people put things in to drive from one location to the next, mm-hmm. yes. the big truck. And the big truck will only let you go so fast. So no matter how hard you push on the pedal, you can only go a certain uh, uh, rate per minute, mm-hmm. hour, however it's measured. So using that as a governor it limits the amount, translating back to awareness, it limits the amount of awareness that each organism can have access to and, or has the ability to access. Okay, and, and I understand also that particularly in first density but also in second density that consciousness really isn't advancing, it flows, it's nondescript because it doesn't maintain a, um, a continuity of, of advancement. Yes. So it flows upwards on the scale and downwards on the scale, and there's, one is not better than the other. It's just the flow and exchange of, of awareness within its density. Yes, it, it's just it's different. It's not better than, worse than, equal than. It's just different. Just flows. Just flows, yes, like a river going mm-hmm. down. Yeah. Okay, so second density comprises of your animals, things that have the volition to move on their own, unlike the stupid rock. We find that so funny based on all the damage a rock can cause. (laughs) We just find that perhaps people might want to rethink the context of a rock. Anyways, we digress. But the animal, regardless if it has four legs, if it's furry, if it has scales, if it has wings, two legs... It has an awareness of what's around it in its immediate environment, directly in front of it, directly behind it, side to side, up or down. So it has an awareness in a limited, very limited capacity of the events occurring directly around it and its fellow animals, if you will. Mm -hmm. They, They tend to be like in a pack, a group. And they travel together, and they move together, and they interact together. Mm-hmm. So their awareness is increased because they recognize one another, but they recognize their environment. Mm-hmm. So they could say, they realize, not consciously, but they realize, ah, that red flame over there that's you know, coming towards me is bad, and it's hot, so I need to move. Mm-hmm. So it moves. It doesn't, know, it doesn't exactly know why. It doesn't wonder where the red flame came from. It doesn't uh, have awareness of which way it may or may not go. It doesn't have awareness of how much damage it could potentially cause. It just knows that when I see that red flame coming towards me, I need to move. Mm -hmm. And so when I move, the awareness of my pack, group, family, if you will, on an animal level, Mm -hmm. notice that and say, ah, this particular individual animal in our herd packed is moving quickly why is that ah let's look around oh the red thing ah yes we will follow you and we will move so they have the uh, awareness to notice events directly around them and they have the awareness to physically move their um, chemical body whatever form it may be to move to a more safer environment. They don't have the sense of, you know, north, south, east, west, 
that's a, an adjective that's applied by third density humans to animals. Ah, they migrate north, they migrate south, they migrate east, west. The animal doesn't know that. They don't look at a compass. They just know, ah, the wind is blowing this way. This temperature feels good. We're going to go that way this time. We, we go this way now, and then we go that way then. It, it doesn't, it, it's not aware of, oh, it, we should go now without having a stimulus provided. Does that make sense? It does, yes. And so in second density, second density differs significantly from first density. Yes. But second density begins, in, and again, there's a, a very broad range between the beginning level, consciousness levels of second density and the end of that density. Yes. And the awareness distinguishes each sub-level within the density. Yes. And when the when consciousness is experiencing the higher, and, and for the sake of clarity, I refer to the upper or all of the subdivisions of a density as a dimension. Yes. Is that so? When an animal, when consciousness within the density experiences the higher dimensions of that density, they begin to demonstrate behavior that is pointed towards more unity. They form social organizations, they form groups for survival purposes primarily, but that notwithstanding, they begin to form social organizations so that the perception of individuality of their autonomous self expands to incorporate others for a mutual purpose. Yes, there, and we will continue with the awareness example. Their awareness increases. So as you move up the echelon within each density, so we will stay with the second density. Yes, the animals tend to congregate together and travel together and look, kind of look out, as you would say, for one another, recognize uh, dangers. Mm-hmm. And so they react a certain way. And so the other organisms that are still, that look similar to them, but their awareness level may not be as elevated, Mm -hmm. tend to recognize that, oh, this particular individual animal within our group seems to know something I don't. So I'm going to do what this particular animal within our group is doing because when they do a certain thing, we know something bad might be coming and we don't recognize it until boom it's on us so we we tend to follow that person or that leader pack leader mm-hmm. that, that the wolves have the the barking wolves right. and, and the big furry bears and most the majority of conglomerates of animals tend to have a a leader mm-hmm. one that seems to um hold we don't like the word power in that density but they tend to have a greater awareness which leads to a greater sense of protection of all mm-hmm. within their group, tribe, congregation, whatever analogy term you would like to use. On yeah, that. but they function more as a single organism. Yes. And the, organi- the, the entirety of the organism responds to outside stimulus, which is usually based upon fear yes. in second density. That's- but they're beginning to function as a larger organism. Yes, they begin to function as a larger organism. They begin to recognize a male versus female, mm-hmm. the attraction between the two for um, proliferation of that particular species. Right. And so they recognize, ah, we need to procreate in order to generate more 
of our species in order to expand our our tribe if you will Mm -hmm. and so it becomes um an increased very mild increased awareness of ah let's do this ah look at the the small animal that just came out of the female animal Mm -hmm. we take care of that we we Give they take it, care of the more vulnerable. We give it food. Yes, we give it food. We we tend to scoop, scoop it up, scoop it up when a bigger, meaner or more detrimental, if you will, animal or human mm-hmm. or environmental situations such as a fire example that we use. They recognize those things and tend to um, protect mm-hmm. the little ones, the, the small uh, the ones that just came out of the, the female, mm-hmm. as well as the ones that have reached a certain age and mm-hmm. a certain what's the word uh, agility mm-hmm. that they used to have so they they have the awareness that yes something bad is coming or we need to go because there's no food here so we need to go but i don't have the energy or the stamina to keep up or the strength to, yes to, to move as quickly as i need to right so i'm more susceptible to extinguishing my existence right based upon those circumstances and so there is some awareness on the the group leader Mm -hmm. to demonstrate through their increased awareness that ah we want this older animal within our group to survive because they are part of our group they came before this person or this thing we use the word person but this animal that animal so they tend to um, protect one -hmm. another and move on but typically only within their own um, species right for example if they a bear were to see a a baby wolf mm-hmm. that was abandoned they would not be inclined to to pick up the baby wolf and care for it as their own right it's a protection mechanism right and it's also a lack of recognition i don't recognize this thing or i don't recognize this baby um, with the horns the deer I don't know what that is. I just know it has big pointy things on its head and nobody in my group has those. So I'm going to dis- dismiss it. And it has a, it's a food source. It becomes a food source. Yes, rather yes. Than, but if I may interrupt you for just a moment to ask a few questions. Yes. The uh, Another major distinction between first and second density is first density does not, does not simultaneously exist in both what we call the metaphysical world and the physical world. Right. They only have the capacity to constantly experience the physical world. But beginning in second density, my understanding is that they do coexist in both the metaphysical world and the physical world. So yeah. when they, before they are born, they are part of a, uh, a pool of consciousness of a certain level, a certain dimension. Yes. And when they die, they return to that pool and from that pool, they either advance or uh, regress within that range of the density. Yes, and again, this 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 increase in potentiality to move on to the next echelon within that density increases by increasing your awareness, which is also synonymous with consciousness. Mm-hmm. Consciousness is, um, in general, an awareness of those things as well as living organisms around you. Mm-hmm. So as your awareness increases, ah, I noticed this red thing coming down the hill, I should move. That shows an increase in awareness, which translates to an increase in consciousness, which is prevalent in all densities. However, the amount 
increases as you go up the densities. Right. And so with each density, the opportunities for awareness, such as the rock doesn't know what's going on, basically. Mm-hmm. And the animal knows its immediate environment. Ah, increase awareness. Mm-hmm. increase consciousness the two sort of ride the same train if you will right. up 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 and then we get to the third density which is referred to most often in your um, channelings that are received by other social memory complexes through other instruments and the interpretation or descriptions may vary but the intent or the the rationale behind it and how it works is the same it's just the expression varies based upon the culture, the individual um, that's interpreting the information coming in and delivering it. So it gets a little skewed from the original thought Mm -hmm. because it it gets kind of like a coffee filter through the instrument that's delivering the information. So so that's sort of how a lot of that works. And then in the third density, it is humans. Mm -hmm. It is human beings. Again, a chemical structure, which is dependent upon the first density, as you referenced, that builds the greater organism. Right. That they sort of um, conglomerate together, not the one first density, not necessarily understanding why or what the outcome is. They just do. They just do. Mm-hmm. And so this generates a, a third density organism, which is more a little more complex than the second density organisms of animals furry things, things that fly, they're complicated, but not to the degree that a human is. Right. So so when you get to the third density, when you've passed all those echelons of uh, like an escalator going up, Mm -hmm. so when you graduated from each sort of a test, if you will, or increase in awareness, consciousness, that's what bumps you up to the next density. Mm -hmm. And uh, excuse me for interrupting Mm -hmm. again, the first density and second density are both considered foundational densities, are they not? Yes. And third density is the lowest density of what's considered to be the experiential densities. Is that correct? To a degree, yes. It, it is experiential. However, second density does have experiences, mm-hmm. just not quite to the magnitude, intensity, level of awareness and um recognition of the consequences of what could be occurring around it right second density tends to not necessarily make those correlations unless given a very dramatic stimulus such as a fire a flood an earthquake things of that nature whereas humans they recognize that as well as other catalysts if you will to increase their awareness now this becomes more complicated as humans uh, develop a a tendency to speak Mm -hmm to wear certain clothes and to increase their individuality and tend to I identify, I look like, I act like, I think like, I do like these particular humans that are reflective of me. And so just like the animals, they tend to congregate together. But they do have the awareness to interact with other humans that look different from them, act different, speak differently. They recognize there is a commonality Mm-hmm. between all and they begin the the concept and idea of all is one which is the ultimate truth all is one mm-hmm. this becomes um an awareness but for the majority of the populace 
it is an awareness on a mental level, a brain mm -hmm. level, and um, not necessarily beyond that to increase to a consciousness level. So the awareness is there. However, as in the previous example of second density, the echelons vary. And so as they vary, the consciousness does as well. And so each echelon has the awareness to recognize the other um, individuals that are more uh, conscious than themselves, whereas the second density beings do not necessarily have that capability. So that's a big jump from second density to third density mm -hmm. is the awareness and the, the governor is lifted, if you will, off the, the yellow driving uh, truck. Right. We will stay with that example. Mm -hmm. So the governor becomes less restrictive right. and is open more to, ah, I can go fast, I can go slow, I can stop, I can go, I can turn right, left. So all these options become available. Whereas in second density, the options were always present. However, the awareness was not. Third density coexists in the metaphysical world and the physical world simultaneously, yeah. as does second density. Yes. Uh, from my understanding, a major difference between second density and third density is second density is still nondescript. There's not an individual preservation of experience by a more defined mind or mind-body-spirit. But in third density is the first density where that is reversed that there is created a mind body spirit in the metaphysical world that is perpetuated that becomes the the receptacle for the experiences of its incarnation and it's through those incarnations that it moves up through the the density is that correct yes okay yes as the awareness increases as does the consciousness level again it can be by many in your populace this this phenomenon mm -hmm. we will refer to it as a phenomenon because there is no a specific distinct definition if you will the book that you can open with that that's uh, alphabetical right. you can't just flip and say oh yes the dictionary yes yeah. yes that <laughs> this, this is that oh yes i see okay oh so if you were to look up um string for example ah yes yes that becomes immediately identifiable but in that particular case it, it's not Okay. easily as identifiable. It's available, but again, just like with the other previous densities that we spoke about, the awareness has to be present, the consciousness has to be present, as well as does the desire, mm -hmm. will, of the individual to seek out further information, whereas in second density, that level of consciousness and awareness is not available. Mm -hmm. But in third density, it is, and so therefore it becomes more incumbent incumbent upon each individual to want to seek out further information mm -hmm. if so they choose and we call that free will mm -hmm. free will is the uh, ability to recognize a and b choose a or b or choose neither mm -hmm. and that is free will and that is uh governed by each individual as far as which way they want to go yes no a b c d none of the above that is up to each individual to decide upon. And those preferences, if you will, decisions, if you will, mm -hmm. are provided or um, catalysts around the individual tend to propel, push mm -hmm. the individual to choose A or B or C or D or none of the above. It is, to it is ultimately up to that individual to decide 
but the decision is is pushed is prompted is uh pushed along push push mm-hmm. uh, by motivated. Uh, mo- yes yes the m word the motivated uh by the uh stimulus provided by first density as well as second density as well as other third density beings they all interact together to provide a catalyst for the third density being that has the awareness to see it, recognize it, and act upon it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, may I ask some more questions? Yes. You had described free will as the age-old philosophical argument of whether to choose to go right or go left being predetermined or whether it is totally random. And it's my understanding that actually free will is more foundational than that. That is the product of free will. It's because we perceive ourselves as separate that we have that opportunity to choose whether to turn right or to turn left. Is is your teaching that the perception of separation is something other than free will? The perception of separation is a result of, of free will because the individual can choose to be part of that uh, organism group, if you will, or choose not to be. Mm-hmm. And so that is predicated upon the amount of awareness and consciousness that was um, learned, mm-hmm. absorbed in the previous densities and echelons. Mm-hmm. And so even though humans are considered third density, mm-hmm. again, there is a gradation insofar as the consciousness level. Right. So when the second density kind of bumps up to third density, it can be at the bottom, mm-hmm. meaning less consciousness, which is not bad. There's no judgment either way. It's just a condition of being at the time. It's just a condition of being, which is a condition of awareness and the willingness and uh, the motivation to seek more. Mm-hmm. And so multiple catalysts are provided to push, if you will, the Mm -hmm. individual to seek out more information if they wish. Mm -hmm. And so that is the big differentiation between second and third density is the uh, free will and decision making, whether the decision is is in a a advancing Mm -hmm. direction or a um, stagnant Mm -hmm. uh, status quo place. And there is no there is no one better than the other. It's just a level of being. Mm-hmm. There is no judgment. There, there is no oh, you you didn't do this, so you're not you're not as good as me. That is put on by humans that need more differentiation, more elevation of their own individual status. Mm-hmm. So, so the preoccupation in third density will deviate just a tad. The the preoccupation in third density tends to perpetuate towards, as we said in the past, the shiny things. Mm -hmm. Though many in your populace think that if I have the bigger domicile Mm -hmm. in a a different special, in their mind, geological or uh, location, Mm -hmm. then they're better than the individuals that are existing in a smaller domicile in a less desirable place within that land mass. Mm -hmm. And so that becomes a misconception that, again, is based upon the free will of the individual to say, ah, yes, I think I'm better because, I think you're less than because. And so those, that individuality tends to increase the more that the humans tend to focus mm-hmm. 
on things that are shiny, that get their attention, that they think have some substance Mm -hmm. that will make them not necessarily, not that they're aware that they want to increase their consciousness. They do on some level. However, the, it is the way to get there is misguided by the individual and that's based upon their free will. Ah, I did this, I got the bigger, shinier thing. So I'll do more of this to get a bigger, shinier thing when it doesn't make the, the situation or the individual feel any better right. than the individual that's in the smaller domicile that chooses not to latch on, mm-hmm. grab, seek uh, the shiny things. And so they have more time, more um, opportunity, and less distraction to increase their consciousness. Mm-hmm. Because their awareness is allowed to expand, and that is also due to their um, uh, free will choice to say, ah, I don't need the big shiny thing. I'm fine with my smaller shiny thing, so now I can focus on other echelons within this intensity. Mm-hmm. Okay. Since our preponderance of our audience is going to be third density, yes, I would like to spend some time in delving into uh, some of the things that you're sharing with us, if I may. Yes. In your earlier descriptions, you uh, describe the creation based upon our environment and experiences and interactions. We create a perception of self. And this we refer to as the identity which is synonymous with the ego, but it's actually a hierophant, a false perception of self. And we don't need to get into the the details of the archetypical mind, but the archetypical mind that we have, that we function, which is, to abbreviate the explanation, is a blueprint for how we process thought. We are guided by that blueprint to create this hierophant. And since the hierophant is the false self, we, as we uh, make acquisitions of these big houses or fancy cars or, or whatever the accoutrements are, it's done so in the hopes that that will having these possessions and behaving in this way will get us more of what we like. Yes. Is that, we agree on that? Yes, yes. The, the, mis- the misconception within humanity is that, as we stated previously, to have more of these shiny things makes me better, which translates to I have a higher status than you, which means uh, more people will want to be around me. Mm-hmm. More people will say, ah, this person is doing A, B, C, and D, and look at all the shiny things they have. I'm going to do what they do. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's the free will of the individual that decides whether or not they want to follow that example, if mm-hmm. you will, that's being placed before them. And so the focus then becomes deviated from developing the awareness, increasing the consciousness, to a belief that if I have these things, then I will feel better, I'll look better, I will be elevating myself because all these other individuals will want to be like me. And Mm -hmm. that's the ego saying, yes, yes, we want more flowers thrown at us and more clapping and things of that nature. Right. And that is um, complete opposite 
of the intended goal, right. the design, if you will, mm-hmm. of third density. And so that becomes a big um, distractor, mm-hmm. which is perpetuated and encouraged by, we won't delve into this topic too much, which is perpetuated and um, driven a little bit more so by those that are service to self. Mm-hmm. And we can describe that at another time. Okay. So this is a phase that we go through in third density. And it's characteristic of the lower dimensions of third density as we're learning and having more experiences. And so we uh, evolve, we become more enlightened, we evolve past this once we reach a degree of awareness that in spite of all of these accoutrements that we have acquired, we're still not happy. So my understanding and my experience is that our motivation for becoming more aware to moving forward within the hierarchy of of awareness is to become dissatisfied with where we are because it doesn't feel good. We don't feel good. And so we are motivated to expand our awareness or actually redirect our awareness because when we are acquiring all of these accoutrements, we are developing, we may have great awareness, but the awareness is pointed outside of us. Yes, and and we will interject this as an example. Many of your humans, many humans that think that this uh, bigger house car thing, a uh, sparkly thing around the neck or the, the ears, the more of this I have, then I, I'm better at the moment, mm-hmm. and then that fades. So that's a catalyst for that individual. That's that brief moment where they the opportunity is presented and the person it has is clear in, in the, the head and the heart mm-hmm. to recognize, ah, this is, that's not, that's not working. I really need to shift elsewhere. And that's scary. So then the individual diverts back to what worked before because it's familiar. So, oh, okay, this house didn't work. Oh, but if I get the bigger one up on the hill, preferably away from the rocks, <laughs> see, we can be funny too. Yes, you can. And I'm grateful for that. <laughs> However, we, we, uh, they uh, perceive that, okay, th- this big house didn't do it. Ah, uh, but Fred or whomever down the street has this gigantic house up on this big hill away from rocks and it is magnificent and they have parties and people that's what I need and so the catalyst that has been provided falls to the wayside Mm -hmm. and so this perpetuates the need for a stronger and stronger catalyst Mm -hmm. to increase the awareness and and many of your humans have this example where you you uh, make you make a wrong turn you do something that that is not beneficial uh okay that didn't feel good slap on the wrist okay i think i learned no i didn't do it again okay got hit by a ruler oh mm, yeah it hurt a little bit but it was fun i feel better i have more uh, other individuals around me i, I must be working mm-hmm. and so they go to take it to the next level and then they get hit by the two by four and so these catalysts keeps coming however at a more intense stronger and longer um, 
intensity mm -hmm. until the individual chooses again free will is 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 all part of this whether the individual chooses to use their awareness mm -hmm. because it's available to fall back on their awareness and recognize the uh, benefit of using their awareness to increase their consciousness even if it goes against uh, the grain mm -hmm. that the norm uh, what everyone around me is doing that seems happy and so it becomes this internal battle dichotomy of, of which way to go. And often this is not a decision that's based upon a profound awareness or a profound level of consciousness. Mm -hmm. It is just a, a physical recognition of if I do this, I'll get more of that. Therefore, these individuals will like me more mm -hmm. and I'll be more accepted. This is the underlying motivation for such behaviors. And what, and what does that do for the person? To be more accepted, to be more heralded by others. Yes, it perpetuates their um, feeling of worthiness, of superiority, of control, uh, being better than, being smarter than, having more than. Right. These, these are the, the thoughts, but is, are they not being foundational in their experience of the service to self? Path, they're actually receiving additional intelligent energy and so and it feels good yes however it is temporary right it is temporary it's transient yes it's and very so, transient and it's based upon uh, uh, tangible items yeah not something outside of the self or something that that I can't I can't feel this table. I, I can't um, use. I can't drive my bigger automobile. Mm -hmm. I, I can't uh, buy the bigger um, um, tree or vase or whatever it may be. Uh, utensils to make right. it shiny, silver, mm -hmm. gold, and so the that becomes the focal point, and that is sort of given a push by service to self because they tend to feed off of that individual's need for i want more i want more that hunger that thirst regardless target yes regardless of the cost i want more of that because in those brief moments i feel elated i feel uh superior than better mm -hmm. than but deep down i know that this is not true but this is all i know but we're, to if i may summarize so which, what i understand you describing is that we are mode the basic motivation that we have is to feel better yes however how, however how we get there varies significantly and greatly influences the uh, amount of consciousness and awareness that becomes available right and or um incorporated mm -hmm. incorporated into the uh, individual um psyche soul spirit if you will mm -hmm. it, it becomes greatly limited because it's scattered it's scattered, like thrown about everywhere. Right. It's and there, not directed. And therein is the importance of becoming aware of awareness. Yes. And yeah. this, this is why we use awareness uh, as a roadmap to describe these uh, different densities mm -hmm. because it's a it's a it's a generalized concept that the majority of your populace is familiar with or have heard of. Right. However, it just from our perspective, and we could be wrong, but the way that it's been explained has been uh, uh, rather vague. Mm -hmm. However, right. to our social memory complex, as well as others, it, it is sort of an innate knowledge. Right. And so the recognition that, that it's not innate to third density humans 
tends to be, we don't want to say overridden, but the other information we wish to share takes priority over the explanation as to why and the underlying causes that, that lead to the desire for more awareness. Right. Well, awareness is an inherent characteristic of the creator. Yes. And so we're imbued with awareness. Uh, third density is the first range of consciousness where we have access to sufficient awareness to actually take control of our evolution and to progress. Yes. And so we will uh, delve further into the expansion of consciousness mm -hmm. and the catalyst that we spoke of earlier, mm -hmm. become uh, more focused onto a, a particular individual that, that generates a great admiration and respect and uh, propensity for others to follow their example because it is, is, it is how should we say, in their minds, revolutionary. Mm -hmm. Something that, that they know is good, but they're not quite sure how to get there or how that person got there or what they did. So they tend to emulate that. Ah, this person, whether it be your Jesus or your um, Mohammed mm -hmm. or, or, or um, Buddha. Buddha or uh, certain individuals that are of that nature that come down from a, a higher density. We right. will get into this later. We know we're divulging, diving in a little too deep. Well, uh, but these are all things that I would like to cover, and I'd like to spend more time going into the, to the details of third density because a lot of what we need to do in order to be successful in our endeavor is to provide an alternative to the mysticism and the misinformation that is so prevalent in our experience. I, I think if I may suggest we maybe want to leave it here and pick up again at a future time so that we don't overstress our uh, instrument. Yes, the, the instrument is getting tired and, and uh, okay, we're going to let her go now. Thank you, my friend. We appreciate speaking with you and we hope to do this more often. Energy levels permitted in our instrument. Thank you. Wonderful. Thank you.